This is the Follow Jesus Discipleship Series. Come along and let's go deeper together. So, um, I'm excited about this. Um, this is the first episode of the Follow Jesus Discipleship Teaching. Um, hello, if I didn't say that earlier, but hello, it's nice to have you here. Um, it's the first episode and I'm excited about it. And I need to say this, that, um, you know, that discipleship is not limited to the, to, um, times of teachings like this. No, um, you realize that, you know, you can be discipled by anything, you know, whatever you spend your time with can be what influence your action and what you do. So you can be influenced by anything. And so you can be discipled by different means. So that being said, I have lived my life with the conscious, um, with the consciousness of discipling, meaning I, from the songs that I sing and the words that I speak, I make sure to the best of my ability that it is inspired by Jesus. It is inspired by the Holy Spirit so that I am representing him accurately you know, to the best of my ability. So um, our discipleship class is not just starting, you know, with this time from every song that the Holy Spirit has inspired to sing, to the words, you know, to actions is being to point us to someone and that person is Jesus Christ. So I hope that has been able to make you understand that it's not just this um, episodes we're going to be having, but everything we do Everything I do, by the grace of God, I have tried to disciple people and show people Jesus Christ and show Jesus Christ to the people. So um, the different thing with this is that I get to um, answer your questions, you know, like unlike before, I probably I know a lot of people have been discipled to be like Christ through me. So um, but this time it's more, um, um, sometimes English fail you, but this time is so that I can interact with you and get to probably be closer with you in the things I say and the things I do. So that's the reason for this. Um, also, with this teaching series, you probably see a different side of me than what you see on stage or on the altar. Most times I'm always very fierce and bold and a lot of people just think, oh my God, you know, you look like a lioness and all of that. Um, that's what happens when the Holy Spirit takes over and I allow him every time because I have nothing to offer. But without the Holy Spirit, I'm a naturally shy person. I really don't like camera. I don't want to be in front of a camera. I just always want to stay behind something and speak and you get to hear me. But I just don't like the camera. But then, this is also part of the journey. I realize it's not about what I like. It's about what he wants me to do. And if he wants me to do what I don't like, I would do it because I'm following him. I really don't have a choice. 
when it comes to that. So we'll just go right in. What is the definition of discipleship? It is to be a learner. Like that's the literal answer to that question. And who is a disciple? Disciple is a person who is a pupil or adherent to the doctrines of another. One who embraces and assists in spreading the teaching of another. Any follower of another person. So that's who a disciple is. You know, when you're a disciple of Jesus Christ, that means you follow Jesus Christ. So it depends on what you're, you're a disciple of, right? Um, in one way or another, we are all disciples of something already. Okay, so it might be that you're a disciple of Christ or the Christian faith, but you're a disciple of something, right? Um, it might be your favorite sport, your movie. You might be discipled by any of those things, what you spend your time with. So if you're not a disciple of Christ, you're a disciple of something. There are people who are even disciples of the devil. So don't find it strange. Yeah. So if you're not a disciple of Christ, you're a disciple of something. I will advise and um, employ that you be a disciple of Christ. So this episode, this very first episode, we're just going to talk about the ground rules. You see, this, yeah, ground rules, but is one I want to talk about and is very, very major. And I believe if you get this, if you have this, you get it and you understand it and it sinks into your system, you will find it easier to walk with God and you will find it easier to follow Jesus. If you get this rule, you know, correctly and you allow it settle in you, you find it easy to follow Jesus. You have a good foundation, you know, to build on. And the rule is very simple. When it comes to discipleship as believers, we have one role model. I will say that again. When it comes to discipleship as believers, we have one role model. And his name is Jesus Christ. He has been the standard in the past. You know, he's the standard now. And he will forever be the standard. It is not going to change. He has been the standard in the past. He is the standard now as we speak. And he's forever going to be the standard. So you need to get that. We need to get that and be fine with that and not set any other new standard for ourselves. The standard is Jesus Christ. Okay? I hope you get that. The standard is Jesus Christ. The role model is Jesus Christ. Is one. It's not your favorite pastor. It's not your favorite preacher. It's not your favorite, you know, worship leader. It's not your favorite bishop. It's not your favorite actor. It's not your favorite actress or your favorite comedian. You know, the role model, the only one we should all look like and be like and follow is Jesus Christ. Okay? So, um, you see, I don't want to disciple you. To look or be like me. Yes. I don't want to disciple you to look or be like me. 
I want to disciple you to look and be like Jesus Christ. Yes, I know you say, but I thought you were like Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Well, the answer to that is there might still be things in my life that I'm struggling with. You know, I'll just read it the way I wrote it here and then I'll talk more about it. Okay. There might still be things in my life that I'm dealing with just like you are. I am transforming daily to be like him, but I'm not yet there. And so because of this, I'm not the perfect picture. Jesus is the perfect picture. I would not want your knowledge of God to be limited by my limitations, but by God's unlimitedness. So I said, as much as I know a lot of people think, oh, I just love you. You know, you inspire me. Praise God. Jesus takes all the glory. But you see, I don't want you to be like me. I want you to be like Christ. I know you can say things like, but you're the Jesus we see. Yes, I'm the Jesus you see. But I'm also, I need to say this, and this is not to make you feel funny or to make me feel funny. It's just to say the truth and make us, because the Bible says the truth will set us free, right? I am not the perfect picture. I am a work in progress. I am not the perfect picture. Nobody is the perfect picture. Jesus Christ is the perfect picture. And we can know about him from the word of God. So I'm not. And it's okay to admit my weaknesses. It's okay to admit my shortcomings. It's okay to say the truth, you know, and be set free by that truth than to just tell you, oh, I am this, I am that, I am all in all. I'm not. Jesus is the perfect picture. So that's why you have to look like him. There are still things I am still struggling with. As much as you think, oh, she's amazing. There are still things I'm struggling with. But Jesus is not struggling with anything. Jesus has finished the work. The work with him is perfect right? So he's not struggling with anything. He is the perfect picture. And as I'm looking to him, you should also be looking to him. He's the perfect picture. And let's be satisfied with that. All right. And um, I wrote here as well, I said, um, it is best I tell you he stand about everything and by the help of the Holy Spirit, it is best I tell you what he thinks about everything. Sometimes, you know, due to experience, I can tell you, oh, this is what I think and, and all of that. If what I think does not align with scripture, then it's just what I think. Right? There is always, he has a stand about everything. He has, he stands about everything. So it's always good to go to the word of God. It's always good to go to scripture and know what he says about that situation. Trust me, there is no situation at all that he doesn't have a stand about. All right. So it's good to go to him, you know, and take his stance on every matter of life. 
You know, it is the best thing that we continually change to Jesus Christ and not to our men and women of God. As much as you love me, it is best that you change to Jesus. Because I am changing daily too. If we put it on a scale of zero to hundred, there are people who are just newborn believers who are still, you know, on ground zero. And there are those who are, you know, on 10 and there are those who are on 20. You know, there are those who are on 50, on 60, but there's nobody who is 100. The only person who is 100 is Jesus Christ. So that's the person because he's the perfect picture. As much as you want to change to me, yeah, maybe that will bring you up a little it just helps to change to him so that if I make a mistake, you are able to even know. Because that, sometimes that's the problem. We don't even know when our men and our women of God make mistakes. We just follow. We follow them as opposed to following Christ. Do you understand what I'm saying? We follow them as opposed to following Christ. We follow, you know, the men and the women of God as opposed to following Christ. And so... We don't even know sometimes when they're not saying what Christ is saying. We are not aware when they are not following the principles of Christ. Sometimes we are not because we are so in love with them. As opposed to being in love with Jesus. So it's important that Jesus Christ remains the standard. It is important. I'll repeat that again. Make Jesus the standard. Okay, so that's the ground rule. So the ground rule, I'll say it again, when it comes to discipleship, as believers, we have one role model. His name is Jesus Christ. He has been the standard. He is the standard and he will forever be the standard. And it is important, I said another point you can hold, that we transform daily to being like him and not to our men and our women of God. We should follow them as they follow Christ. We cannot follow them and they are not following Christ. It doesn't make sense to follow somebody and just, I love them, it doesn't matter. If they are not following Christ, if they are not following the principles of Christ, if they are not doing what Christ stands for, if they are not representing Jesus Christ, we can't follow we have to follow them to see Christ. Christ is the picture. Christ is the perfect picture. And it's important for us, as, um, for us, the men and women of God, to also help people see Jesus. Don't try to make them see you. Let's not try to make them see us. They should see Jesus. We should, it should be our goal. It should be our life's goal to make them, allow them see Jesus. We should learn to step aside and let them see Jesus like John did. You remember John the Baptist? It was one of the people that had disciples even before Christ, right? He had people who was telling about Christ. Do you understand what I'm saying? John was telling people about Christ even when he had not Christ was not present he kept telling people he, even if he talked about himself it would always be with the motive of showing his assignment as relating to Christ 
So he did that every time to just tell them about Jesus. He was always teaching about Jesus. He would always say, you know, I am not the perfect one. There is one coming after me who is the perfect one. There is one who, you know, will be the... He kept doing that. He never really made it about himself. And as men and women of God, we shouldn't make it about ourselves. We should make people see Jesus. I'll read the scripture as, you know, I round up this episode, right? And it's from the book of John 1. You can read the whole chapter, but I will just read from 29 to 30. And I would also read from um, 35 to 39. So 29 says, The very next day, John saw Jesus coming to him to be baptized. And John cried out, Look, there he is, God's Lamb. It will take away the sins of the world. I told you that a mighty one will come who is far greater than I am because he existed long before I was born. So this was John telling the people about Jesus he had been talking about and he was pointing him out to the people, which is what, you, which is what we should do. We should Point Jesus out to people as men and women of God. And we should let you who is, you know, coming to know Christ, know Jesus. We shouldn't get in the way of that. And that was what he was doing. And then verse, verses 35 to 39, he says, The very next day, John was there again with two of his disciples as Jesus was walking right past them. John, gazing upon him, pointed to Jesus and said, Look, there is God's lamb. John pointed to Jesus. We should always point people to Jesus. And as soon as John's two disciples heard this, they immediately left John and began to follow Jesus. They immediately left John and began to follow a short distance behind Jesus. Then Jesus turned around and saw they were following him and asked, What do you want? They responded, Rabbi, which means master, teacher, where are you staying? Jesus answered, Come and discover for yourselves. So they went with him and saw where he was staying. And since it was late in the afternoon, they spent the rest of the day with Jesus. I hope you heard that verse of scripture. As soon as John's two disciples heard this, they immediately left John and began to follow Jesus. They left John. And that's not because John doesn't matter. You know, somebody might say, oh, but God has, I'm, I'm, you know, I am God's image and he has made me in his likeness, you know, so I'm important and stuff. Yes, but with this, you and I don't matter. The only person that matters is Jesus. He is the one we are following. They left John. And you know, the good thing about this is John's reaction. John didn't have a problem with that. And you know why John didn't have a problem? Because he had been talking about Jesus. John was not trying to leave in denial that is that him, John, is the omnipotent and the greatest. No, he knew his place 
and he was satisfied with his place. He was fine. And so John didn't have a problem to allow them to go to Jesus because he had been talking about Jesus anyways. So this still takes us back to the ground rule. Jesus is the standard. Whatever I'm going to be telling you is what Jesus says. Jesus is the one I want you to encounter. Jesus is the one I want you to know. When you encounter and know Jesus, your life will never be the same. If you encounter me, you will have limitations. But when you encounter Jesus, you will not have any limitations because Jesus will help you all the way. He will align you. He will transform you daily to be like him. So more than anything, I want you to encounter Jesus. I want you to have an encounter with Jesus, an experience that you will never, ever forget in your life or in your hurry. So Jesus is the standard. Whatever is not him from scripture, whatever does not represent Christ, we cannot push that. We cannot project that. We have to project what represents Jesus. We have to constantly project what represents Jesus. So I believe this is it for the ground rule, right? If you understand this, and this is important that you understand, so that when we go forward, you don't have a problem. So, um, I would just pray with you. I will pray with you and from the next episode, we'll be answering questions. You know, from there are questions people send on Instagram, on Twitter. People send questions on, on Facebook and also on YouTube. So you can send these questions and we will answer it one after the other by the help of the Holy Spirit. This needs to be very clear. I don't have any opinion. By the help of the Holy Spirit, we will answer these questions from Scripture. And we will daily change and transform to being like Jesus. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for these precious children of yours. They are your children. They are your follower. I am your follower. I'm following you and they are also following you. They are not following me if they are not seeing you. And so, Jesus, I ask that you will open yourself to them, that they would know you. I ask that they would experience the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, the one who reveals Jesus to us. I ask that they would have that fellowship, that sweet fellowship with the Holy Spirit and he would teach them things. He will reveal you to them. And so they would transform accurately every day to be like you from glory to glory. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. So thank you for listening to this episode and we will see you next week. For the next episode. God bless you and have a wonderful week. And I love you, but Jesus loves you more. We hope this episode has been of great help to you spiritually. We'd love to answer your questions. Please send them as a direct message on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. 
also leave them as a comment on YouTube. You can also send them via mail to Jesus and Ministry at gmail.com. God bless you.